Hey there, and welcome to Next Level in Charleston, South Carolina. My name is J.D. McNair, and here we will talk everything from real estate sales to the hottest restaurants and special events in the Charleston area. You can catch up on each episode on iTunes, Google Play, and Facebook. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Next Level. I hope everybody had a great Labor Day weekend. And today... um, I'm answering a question that somebody emailed in to us. Actually, uh, yeah, it was an email. And they had the question, and they see this happening on TV and, and in other um, different avenues of advertising about staging. Um, and what we're trying to do is determine, um, or what they're trying to do is determine if they need staging or not. So I have a person that um, I've known for a number of years, and she has a niche. And her, her niche is that she um, she will list your house for free. No, she will stage your house for free. <laughs> nice try. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> she will stage your house for free if you list it with her. Um, and she also does list homes um, that don't need staging. And she also does stage homes um, that, uh, that just want to have a nicer looking house. Is that right? That's correct. Okay. Well, I have Elizabeth Baker here with me today, and um, I would like to um, welcome you. This is your first episode with us. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Um, I see some statistics that um, I'm going to let her get into this a little bit more in detail and, and the, the need for it, because I, I don't know too much about staging. But uh, they say you can get uh, more money for the property if it's staged properly, and I don't know how that's possible, but she's here to tell us and give us some live examples of things that she's done in the past and how she became successful doing it. So uh, here she is. All right. So I'll start by saying what I say to everybody when I come into your listing appointment. I say there's no judgment here. Um, How you live and how you stage to sell are two completely different things. You have to detach yourself emotionally from the home. Uh, Anything that is personal to you, you love that. Let's go ahead and pack it up and get it out. And anything that doesn't go with since we're here in the low country with the coastal motif just needs to go ahead and get packed up and you have to commit yourself to the sale and make a home feel like a home instead of just a property to people. I, I can totally relate to that. The, um, I've, I've taken listens before when the person's, uh, decor was, uh, like dark purple walls and, and they had some, uh, fake plants hanging from the, their bed, posts and stuff like that and, right. and it looked really odd in pictures people probably didn't really want to come take a look at it so one thing we know is that everybody um is attracted to uh the internet now to to find homes so i, I guess that falls into the first impression um because it usually is the first time i see the home correct we live in an hgtv society now whether we like it or not and whether those items that don't convey should matter is not relevant they do matter Um, All of these buyers, or I would say the majority, have walked through a model home at some point. So now they have that in their head, what this model home, what looks like, but they can't afford that model home. So if that model home was $400,000, but they can only afford $300,000, if your home shows just like the model and has similar accent pieces and similar decor, and it feels like the model, it convinces them that they are buying something similar to the model and they feel more comfortable with it. So I always say, let's make your house the model. Does this look like what you would open a magazine and see? If not, it's got to go. Let's move my stuff in. Or if you don't use me, you know, a staging company and have them bring their stuff in. 
it's usually maximum 1% of the purchase price or the sale price uh, for a stager who is with a staging company. And isn't that more worth it than dropping your price in increments of five or $10,000? I mean, do it right the first time. Let me, let me ask you this question, and then that'll make sense. Um, have you ever taken a listing on that wasn't staged at all? Because I, I have so many properties that didn't have any furniture in it, although I'd like there to have been so they can see the size of the rooms and such. Um, has there ever been a property that didn't sell, and then all of a sudden you come in and you put the your, your pizzazz on it, and then does that help it sell? Or, mm-hmm. or do you have examples? Multiple times. Um my very first listing in Charleston was on James Island and it sat for six months prior to me and it wouldn't sell. They didn't even get an offer, hardly got any showings. It was, it was occupied with tenants and it was cluttered, definitely not staged. Um, some of the rooms were stark, some were overcrowded and I promised them that I would not only list it higher than it was listed before, but that I would get them more than they expected for the house. They doubted it. The The parents definitely doubted it of these girls in their 20s. And um, I proved them all wrong. And um, I still drive by that house on a very regular basis. And I smile um, when I drive by because that's when I realized that I was onto something here with the staging thing. And I got them more than they ever could have imagined for that property in multiple offers. Um, and then I, the next one that I remember that stands out was there's some little condos here on James Island that don't go for very much. And at the time, the highest sale in there had been like, I think $98,000, two bedroom, one bathroom things, you know. And the seller that called me said, you know, I don't really think you're going to be able to list this as high as you're saying. And I said, no, I will. She goes, but what about comps? I said, just watch. I said, I will get you 120 for this for this property. She said, but nothing in there has even sold for 100 I said, just watch. And I staged it. I staged it and made it look like a magazine. We got multiple offers and we did get a cash offer, but it was still contingent upon that appraisal. And even the appraisers, whether they should or should not be influenced by furnishings, they are. So I never, ever, ever pull staging items until the appraisal has cleared because it does even make the appraiser see that the place feels and looks nicer. Mm -hmm. So it does work. It absolutely works. I've broken comps because of it. Interesting. Um, you know, the person that asked about this was a was a consumer. I guess they're probably thinking about uh, maybe listing their house for sale, and I don't know if it is or isn't um, furnished, and I don't know if they are uh, looking to do uh, any staging. Uh, how how much is entailed when you go to stage a house? Like, give the the person uh, that that asked the question um, an idea of how long does it take, how much stuff needs to go into it, and you know, just run us through a, a short version of how long it really probably takes. I can't imagine it takes 10 minutes, but <laughs> I don't know if it takes two days either. Well, if it's a completely empty, large property, it can take me up to a full week. Oh. And depending on my scheduling, it wouldn't take a full week if I was working an eight-hour day on the staging. But, mm-hmm. you know, there's back and forth, there's transportation of items, there's gathering items. And that's what takes the most time for me is gathering the items, picking out what I'm going to put in there then transporting it there. Once it's all on site, it doesn't take me that long. Um, and there's a bunch of tricks to the trade, you know, creating fake beds out of things and um, things that people would never know. Fake bed? Fake bed, yeah. Fake beds. Fake beds. Some, a lot of those pictures you see of my beautifully staged homes, including the one the Post and Courier just posted in their article, 
Um, from, you were in a post and courier? I was. They interviewed me on staging and design. And oh, the, neat. the photo that they used for one of the small office bedrooms, it did have closets. I wanted to show it as a bedroom. I always say, if it's a bedroom, stage it as a bedroom. Because if it stages an office, it doesn't matter if it has closets. The buyers walk through and say, but that's really an office. You need to show them that it's a bedroom. So pack that office away. You can live like that for a couple weeks because if you stage it right, it's not going to take that long to sell. Do you have an average amount of time that it does sell in compared to people that don't stage or have their own terrible looking furniture? Except for very unique situations like, you know, our, like Folly Beach takes a little longer to sell um, mm-hmm. downtown, like a condo downtown. If you look at days on market, those aren't the ones that generally go in a, in a day. Mm-hmm. But most of my listings get multiple offers the first week oh, um, with, with what I do. Um, now, if somebody is already living with nice stuff and everything is pretty neutral. They might not really need that much. I've been in that situation a couple of times recently where I just needed to readjust some things, show them that example, you don't want the back of the couch facing the door when people come in. It's an uninviting look. Mm -hmm. If you want to live like that, because that's the best way for the TV watching, that's great. That's how we all do it. But when you want to invite people into your home to buy it, you want to show them that it's open. And so just moving a couch around, um, a one that I am listing shortly and we just finished the staging. We just took some parts out of their sectional. It was too big. It was just overwhelming for the room size. Um, there's just, there's been a lot of situations where the people have the right stuff. It just needed a little bit of tweaking. And then in other situations, people have very unique tastes, whether it's Asian, Indian, African, uh, pop culture, like just some people are into like the movie posters and that's great. And that's how you live, and you definitely live how you want. But when it comes time to sell, appeal to the mass is not the minority. So if 95% of people like neutral and 5% like bright purple, mm-hmm. let's not appeal to the 5% and have that be a reason for somebody to not buy your home. So with, it, with staging comes, of course, taking advice on color choices because I can stage with my coastal motif all I want. If you have a red and purple room, it's still going to be a red and purple room. <laughs> I can't change that for that's, you. That's not going to change. No. I've, uh, I, I had a, a, a property one time, this was about seven or eight years ago and, and it was a music room and everything in there had a, a music motif and all the walls, every single wall was covered with, um, like albums and there must've been a hundred of them. And, uh, and I could tell the person that, you know, really loved that. And that was like their, their big uh, hobby was music, obviously. And they're probably in, uh, some type of musician. Um, but I, I told them I had to take it all down and um, because it, it just too cluttering for a person's eye. Um, and maybe you can elaborate on this. If there's too much stuff in there, um, it kind of feels a little bit confined or it takes the purple people's mind off of um, the features of the home. Is that accurate? That's absolutely true. And I... I just recently listed one in Folly Beach, and it's almost a million-dollar listing. Their stuff was amazing. Everything was great. And when you walk in in person, it's wow. But then I showed them some examples online of listings that aren't selling, that have books all over the bookshelves like they had, for example. It looks great in person because it's a bookshelf. That's what it's for. In a photo, it looks like clutter. So Mm -hmm. I showed them, let's just reduce it down to a few of the most attractive books and put it back up there with a couple of coastal art pieces. And then I sh- they left, they came back, and I showed them the shelving again, and they were wowed. It made a world of difference. Um, 
and I see it all the time. And I mean, I walk in with my buyers and I remind my buyers, Hey, all that clutter is not going to be there, but it clutters their minds oh, yeah, yeah. and they can't focus. And the personal pictures are the worst thing. We, nobody cares how much you like your dog, your cat, your kids. They're making judgments based on that stuff. Um, if, if you're in the military and you have your military uniforms hanging, they're making judgments. I wonder if they got orders overseas. You know, I wonder this, that, and the other. How quick are they, are they trying to sell? transferred to another Correct. base somewhere. Correct. If there's only men's or only women's clothing in the closets, they're making judgments. Oh, is this person going through a divorce? Do they need to sell quickly? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I mean, I have absolutely suggested to single sellers go ahead a female go ahead and put a men's stuff if you can get some men's stuff from a friend whatever i'll loan you some stuff from my husband like <laughs> let's let's make sure the closet is staged for multiple people you know not just like a few little dresses that shows that it's one single person by themselves nothing wrong with that but again we're staging we're, we're staging to sell and that does include the closets because if they open your closet and it's a hot mess it doesn't no, matter they open how, closets yeah absolutely well, I know we're running out of time, and I, I kind of grabbed you last minute because I saw you, uh, I saw you on Facebook and said, "Hey, would you have time to come by?" And I really do appreciate you coming in and, and sitting down and giving our, our audience uh, some really good tidbits. Um, I think um, based off of the stuff that I've seen your before and afters on on your Facebook page, uh, you're doing a knockout job, and I I would just say continue to keep doing it. And um, for those of you out there, um, her, her name is Elizabeth Baker. And you can look her up on Facebook. I think she's pretty much an open book. If you want to ask her some questions, I'm sure she'd be happy to help you out. Absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for coming. Thanks for having me. Take care. Bye. Well, that's it for today, folks. Join us in two weeks for another episode of Next Level in Charleston, right here on iTunes and Google Play. Leave comments or questions about the episode, and we'll be happy to answer them for you. If there's other things you'd like to hear in the future, please let us know. Check out our page on Facebook and Instagram. Stay cool, Charleston.